the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I am... uh... (laughs) I'm encouraged by this story. And the reason I'm encouraged is it uh, it proves that not everybody is just completely dumb. Um we oh my goodness, we have we have we have seen the uh, common sense being put in intensive care, but I guess it's not completely dead yet. Um, so often people just believe whatever the government tells them, but not always. And sometimes people, after they have an opportunity to actually think for themselves, actually think for themselves. What am I talking about? The, uh, Manufacturer and sales of electric vehicles are declining. Yeah, for a while they were exploding. If you love the planet, you've got to get an electric car. You know, it all started not with a purely electric, but with the hybrids. Prius, remember? remember? I don't know whether they're still making the Prius. Or, anyway... And I maybe I shouldn't say this because I know there are exceptions. I know they are there are were and there are exceptions. But if you know if you go back ten years, if you saw someone in a Prius, you could just almost assuming they were a flaming leftist environmental nut job. Now again, please. Maybe you had a Prius, and that doesn't describe you. And there were exceptions. But you know as well as I do, if you saw a Prius, you knew where they stood politically. You knew. They they were a flaming leftist Democrat. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, it was uh, it was a patriotic thing. If you love America. You're going to buy a hybrid or you're going to buy an electric car. And then it was, if you love the earth, if you love Mother Earth, then you've got to buy an electric car. Because if you don't, you are destroying the planet. It was a huge pride thing. And then that didn't work exactly. So then it was, it's cheaper. It's much, much, much cheaper. Plug it in every night. You never have to fill it up with gas. It doesn't matter whether gas prices go up or down because you've got your electric vehicle and it's economically better. There have been all kinds of 
strategies to get people to buy electric cars. And to some extent, they all worked for a while. Not now. They have plateaued and they are beginning to decline according to the Wall Street Journal. Um, Quote, after a period of exponential growth, sales of all electric models in the U.S. have plateaued and in some cases plummeted to around 100,000 a month for the past year and a half, according to the Wall Street Journal. As a result, inventories are piling up. Prices are coming down. And in spite of that, people are not flooding dealerships to buy electric vehicles. Bottom line, Who is buying electric vehicles today? High income, and I'm quoting, high income individuals in urban settings. In other words, rich people who live in the city who don't need to drive a car 200 miles or 300 miles, who can plug their car in in their garage every night, they can afford to put in one of those super-duper electric chargers in your garage, it is a niche, and it is a small niche. And with the economy, uh, the way that it is, the niche is getting smaller. Uh, According to the Wall Street Journal, it is very rare for someone making less than $150,000 a year to buy an electric vehicle. Almost all electric vehicles are sold to people who never need to travel more than 100 miles at a time. Uh, So rich people who live in the city who do not need a car to drive from Columbus to Cleveland or Columbus to Indianapolis, and certainly not from Columbus to Miami or Columbus to uh, L.A., So, the tide is turning. What is going to be fascinating in light of this news is to see what the federal government does. Because I was just talking about religion. Extreme environmentalism is a religion. No, it is. And I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm not trying to be funny. It is Extreme environmentalism is a religion, and it's a radical, fanatical religion. And those who are fanatical about the environment are going to be deeply grieved and deeply concerned about this news that the, uh, the popularity of electric vehicles is declining. Now, this is going to have all kinds of repercussions. All of the major automakers have been willing to lose billions of dollars to send a signal to the federal government, look at us, we are good boys and girls. We're trying to save the planet too. Ford, General Motors, both have lost billions 
billions of dollars the last two or three years in their electric vehicle development uh, program, and they don't plan on making a profit for a long time. Now, that was true when the sales of electric vehicles was, I don't know that it was ever exploding, but it was increasing greatly. Now that they have plateaued, and these automakers are putting so many of their eggs in the electric vehicle basket, and they are not ignoring, but they're not paying attention to the other portions of their inventory. What is that going to do to the bottom line of automakers? They just, you know, gave the uh, union workers this incredible raise. Uh, Right now, I I don't think it's going to end well. I really don't. And of course, if you had any common sense at all, you know, because you're smarter than the average bear, that already we are not able to supply all the electricity that we need with the limited number of electric vehicles that are on the road today. Rolling blackouts in California, rolling blackouts in other Western states because the electric grid is unable to handle the present demand. And if we saw the increase in electric vehicles that the federal government wants, we could have massive power failures. Anyway, uh, this does not bode well for the radical environmentalists. And uh, when you frighten a radical, they become even more radical. Uh, I can only imagine what those in the government who have this radical agenda and those outside the government that are radical environmentalists, I can only imagine what they're going to do in light of their dream of getting every American an electric vehicle crashing in flames in front of their eyes. Uh, More regulations? More disincentive concerning petroleum vehicles? Probably. Unless there is a complete change in the White House. Let's pray that happens. And a complete change in Congress. Let's pray that happens. Interesting stuff. All right. The uh, governor of Kentucky is loud and proud as a Christian, but his life sure doesn't illustrate it. I'll tell you why when we return. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. Um, we have, we have heard the old cliche, um, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. I pray that's not true of you. I pray that it's not true of me. 
If you claim to be a Christian, I pray that you live the life of a Christian. I remember several years ago, and uh, this just now popped into my head, and I'm trying to think who it was. Um, mm, 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 mm. I think it was W.A. Criswell, the uh, famous pastor of the famous First Baptist Church of Dallas, Texas, one of the greatest preachers of the last 100 years. Uh, Some of Joy and I's favorite memories from years ago, we used to go down to uh, Dallas, Texas, to First Baptist Shepherd School, it was called. It was a pastor's conference uh, at First Baptist Dallas. First Baptist Dallas is right in downtown. Oh, my goodness, what wonderful, wonderful meetings they were. Anyway, I think it was W.A. Criswell during one of those meetings got up and he was talking about being pastor and so on and so forth. And he said, I wish that some of the members of First Baptist Church of Dallas wouldn't tell anybody that they're members here. And, of course, everybody laughed. But he was being serious. He had members of his church. He didn't want anybody to know that they were associated with his church. Well, not his church. First Baptist Dallas. He didn't want anybody to know that they were associated with, with the church he pastored because of their life and their lifestyle. And so he said, please don't tell anybody where you go to church because your life does not match your profession. Well, that's true of a lot of uh, politicians. And I think one of them is the, uh, the governor of Kentucky, Governor Andy Bashir. Now, number number one, and I say this carefully, I say it advisedly, I say it compassionately, but I say it truthfully. I find it hard to believe today, not 50 years ago, I find it hard today that someone can identify as a follower of Jesus Christ and be a part of the Democrat Party. Now, I never, ever would have said that even 20 years ago. When I began doing this daily program back in the year 2000, I don't think I ever, ever would have said that. I really don't. But I have no problem in saying it today. Now, I understand if a Christian could say, man, I can no longer identify with the Republican Party. Okay. I I get that. Sometimes I have a problem with it, too. But the Democrat Party has become the godless party. They are the party that stands in direct opposition to so many biblical principles. Family, marriage, gender, sexuality, life, liberty— I mean, so many basic biblical principles, the Democrat Party stands in absolute opposition to what the Word of God says. So how how can you identify 
with a political party that has redefined marriage and thumbs their nose at God and says, we know better than God about family and marriage. We will do our... Well, anyway. So, Andy Bashir is a Democrat. And I know I have Democrats in my audience. And if you're offended, I'm sorry you're offended, but I would just ask you, please... Well, the Republicans aren't any better. Okay, fine. You know, many ways I wouldn't argue. So anyway, here's the story out of Kentucky. Here's the first paragraph of the story. A Christian Democrat lawmaker in Kentucky defended his attempt to squash a measure to prevent the transgender mutilation of children, arguing, quote, It was the right thing to do because all children are children of God. Kentucky Democrat Governor Andy Beshear opted to veto a measure to protect gender-confused children from harmful puberty-blocking drugs, sterilizing cross-sex hormones, and permanently mutilating transgender surgeries. Fortunately, the legislature in Kentucky overrode his veto. But he vetoed this legislation that would have protected children. He defended it because of his Christian principles. What? Again, he said, all children are children of God. That's what my faith teaches me, and I was going to stand up, especially for the most marginalized children that didn't deserve either a state legislative or an entire campaign and all these super PACs picking on them. They were trying to defend children from this whacked-out fantasy of transgenderism. And he boasts continually that he's a Christian and yet vetoes legislation that would have protected children because he's a Christian. Makes no sense at all. Folks, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, please. And wherever you go, whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.